You're listening to the Autism in Action podcast, the place for families all across America to connect with autism resources, services, and support. I'm your host, Tasha Rollins, licensed professional counselor associate, private practice owner, boy mom, autism advocate, published author, and autism parenting coach. I help families learn to advocate and navigate through the world of autism. Each week, you'll have a chance to listen in to other autism experts and learn about additional resources. Let's embrace the idea there's more to autism than we know, and there's always, always hope. With the internet at our fingertips, there's no excuse for families not to receive the services they need. This podcast will help bridge the gap of missing information and services for autism all across America. Hey guys, Tasha Rollins here. I just wanted to come on real quick and let you guys know we have got our website up and running, www.tasharollins.com, and that is spelled T-O-S-H-A-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. So www.tasharollins.com, and here you're going to find all the episodes to the Autism in Action podcast, some additional resources. We've started a blog to kind of throw out some interesting reads and um, really truthfully if you guys can also check out the Autism in Action Facebook group that would be great. Join that group you're going to get all kind of amazing articles from all of our featured guests that are shared into one spot so you can find everything that you're looking for in one place. If you need to reach me please feel free to send me an email, TashaDRollins at gmail.com. With any questions, please make sure that in the subject line, you put Autism in Action Podcast. Um, and that way I will know to, to make sure that uh, we get a, get a reply back to you guys. Um, if you're on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, please share our podcast episodes. That just helps us grow our mission and help families all across America connect with the services, resources, and support that they need. And when you do that, use hashtag autism in action. Our new book is available on Amazon, Autism Unspoken Until Now. It's a collection, an emotional collection of memoirs from moms to moms with children on the spectrum. We are looking for sponsors, guys. We need your help. We want to go to the 2020 Converge Autism Conference that's taking place locally here in Greenville, South Carolina in April. Please consider helping us grow our mission of helping families connect with resources, services, and support by making a monthly sponsorship for this podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll get back to our scheduled interview. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Autism in Action podcast. Today, we have got another special guest. We've got Mr. Chris Hansen with Life Skills Advocate. His website is lifeskillsadvocate.com. And he is going to share with us all about the amazing work that he is doing in the special needs community. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, Chris. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to learn all about what Life Skills Advocate is doing in your community. You guys are in Seattle, Washington, in that area? Mm-hmm, absolutely, yep. And what is it that Life Skills Advocate does? 
So Life Skills Advocate is a company I started back in September of last year after about eight years or so in the classroom as a special ed teacher and uh, paraeducator. Um, but Life Skills Advocate is focused on four main things, and that's uh, number one, uh, life coaching, number two, job coaching, three, academic support, and number four is community support. And so it really encompasses all those different things that are necessary um, for individuals age 14 and up to help them transition into adulthood. Um, and so um, what I like to think of it as um, for each of those things is the focus is on executive functioning. So anytime we're doing a, uh, academic support, for example, we're looking and seeing not just on the tutoring side, on the, on the content side, but we're also looking, how do you organize your, uh, your class assignments? How do you stay on track with due dates? Um, and how do you break apart individual assignments? Um, and just kind of, and how, how do you apply for financial aid? How do you, uh, how do you ask a difficult question in class that maybe other people don't agree with? So there's a number of different uh, ways that we support um, across those four pillars but mostly it's, it comes back to executive functioning support. Well, that is so needed. I know it's needed in our community and I know it's needed everywhere, really, quite honestly. There is a lot of um, very technical um, learned skills that are, are needed across those four areas. So with the job coaching, let's break it down a little bit more. Tell us a little bit more in depth about that service. Yeah, so job coaching, I like to think of it as just the full end-to-end -end process. So if somebody comes to me and they don't have any idea what it takes to get a job, I'm happy to walk them through that process, all uh, starting from pre-vocational skills, like soft skills, like interviewing and resume building and job exploration, and like how do you actually find a job, to um, going to actual job locations and doing outreach with hiring managers or uh, or whoever is doing the hiring and uh, getting input directly from them uh, and doing, and do job we do job shadowing. We also do volunteering. Uh, I have one client, I, I volunteer with him at the uh, Issaquah Food Bank and he's uh, stocking shelves there and uh, doing a really nice job with uh, a faded support. And then once, you know, once somebody has a job that works for them and we find things that really are a good fit, that's really the key. Um, on both ends, uh, the employer and the employee side. From there, we I can provide faded on-site support um, in a variety of different ways based on the client's individual needs. And also follow-up and uh, tweaking and, and working with the hiring managers and the, uh, or not just the hiring managers, but the staff at say uh, like a Mod Pizza or a, a restaurant, wherever you might be living, uh, that uh, to, to make the environment adaptable to the individual. So that's really awesome. That that really takes the environment and it makes makes it a, a accommodating place. A lot of I think employers need the insight on what would allow them to be an inclusive employer. Absolutely, and a shout out to Mod Pizza in particular because they are really great about working with uh, the special needs community and even creating custom jobs uh, for for individuals. Um, also, LA Fitness is a is one that I'm really uh, been impressed with so far in working with them. Awesome. So. <laughs> now with another avenue, another service that you have, the life coaching, tell us a little bit more in depth about that. This is such a broad term, but I think just in general, we can say that life coaching is everything that deals with the home and kind of independent living skills. So I'll give you an example. One client I'm working with, we're 
he, he wakes up in the morning and he like immediately feels overwhelmed and he doesn't know what to, how to start his day. And, you know, he's just got so much anxiety about, uh, about his day in general. And, um, and then therefore nothing really ends up getting done. So what we've done is we've built a, a morning routine for him, something that's something that he can follow um, independently. Uh, after we did some, some support, we faded that support. Now he's able to do it independently. Um, things like taking his meds, getting a drink of water, walking the dog, doing 20 push-ups, and doing uh, having breakfast, and doing that every day, and really just kind of owning that process. And then, you know, after that, you know, we, we work on any number of things like learning how to do chores around the house, uh, learning how to pay your bills, how to access your bank records, um, all sorts of different skills that are that are just we, that some of us take for granted as. Uh, as um, you know, typically neurotypical, uh, I guess, adults. Um, and so, yeah, drilling into those skills specifically and teaching them. And then in terms of academic support, is that for high school? Is that for college or all of the above? All of the above. Uh, I start age 14 and up. And the reason I chose 14 is because generally uh, when students turn 14, uh, the transition goals start to appear on their IEPs. And I think that's just a great age to, to start thinking about the uh, transition to adulthood. Absolutely. And those transitional goals, can you give us some examples of what those might look like? Um, so yeah, uh, on the IEP, you have your uh, age appropriate transition assessment, which is one of those, one of the many documents that parents are uh, given throughout the IEP process. And uh, one of the goals might be something to the effect of uh, uh, Tasha will um, trial four jobs um, with uh, partial physical assistance getting to and from the job location by X date. Um, now that's just off the top of my head, but there's any number of things that can be in the transition portion of the IEP um, related to the goals. So. And then with the last service that you offer the community, support, what does that entail? So that is, um, for example, things like, um, things like learning how to ride Metro would be, it would be something, uh, learning how to do your grocery shopping, planning for, and actually doing the grocery shopping itself, uh, participating in recreational activities, um, dealing with social anxiety things like ordering uh, coffee at Starbucks. Sometimes that can be extremely challenging for some of my clients. Yeah. Um, so really practicing those things, getting comfortable out in open spaces, uh, finding strategies to deal with crowds, um, and then uh, and then being a good self advocate, like saying, okay, this crowd is way too overwhelming for me. Uh, I need to leave, and and knowing when it's time to say that, as opposed to just feeling you have like you have to appease others. So and then also, you know, I mean, on the other side of that, um, t learning how to tolerate things, even when you when you really don't have much of a choice of being at a location that you don't want to be, what are some things you can do when you have to be there? Like, for example, uh, you know, like headphones or, or you can have a mantra. Some, one of my clients has a mantra that he uses that's really helpful. So yeah, there's and, a lot of different things. Yeah. In the counseling world, we call that distress tolerance. Yeah. And those distress tolerance skills are very important because the world is going to continue on. Right. And life happens. Right. And, and there may be some social activities that we have to engage in. I know as for an example, my youngest son is seven and we just had his birthday party. And so for my two 
older boys that are on the spectrum to go to the skating rink and participate and, you know, to know when to take those breaks and step outside and step out so that they can regulate and, and get back to a calm state again. That's very important. So I think that's just incredible that you are helping these individuals learn how to do that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Enjoyable for me too. Mm -hmm. So you do this full time now, and um, all your services are listed at the lifeskillsadvocate.com website. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Uh, yeah, um, pretty soon I'm going to be offering social groups, um, opportunities for people to gather um, in, in interest-based social groups. So like if, the, if we have like a uh, like a board game social group, or we could have like a bowling or maybe a landscaping or um, I haven't actually planned it out to that level of detail yet, but I'm going to have a resource fair coming up where I'm going to be serving um, patrons and getting their input on what types of interests we'll be providing social groups for. And then on top of that, um, my wife and I are pregnant right now. So congratulations. <laughs> thank, How thank exciting. You so uh, thank you. So on top of that, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be doing June. So I'm exploring different ways to balance home and life or home, home and work. And I may be offering some virtual life coaching, virtual assistance. I haven't ironed out the details yet, but there will be more information coming on that. That sounds amazing, um, absolutely needed. And I think in an online world here with Autism in Action podcast, we're fixing to expand into that also with having support groups online for parents and, and doing a few other things as well. So um, maybe we need to get together and collaborate a little bit. Oh yeah, um, that'd be really cool, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I am just so grateful that you have taken the time to share all of this with our listeners. I know that our families will get a lot of value out of this. And if you guys are in the Seattle, Washington area, check out Chris's website, lifeskillsadvocate.com and see what he's got going on locally for you guys with the groups coming up. Um, and if they need to get in touch with you, Chris, how was the best way to do that? Um, probably the best way would be through email and that's Chris at lifeskillsadvocate.com. Um, mm -hmm. I also have a Facebook page. That's the only place I am on social media. Um, it's just to search for a life skills advocate and I have a page on, I think somewhere around 420 likes on there. So, or somewhere around there so far. Um, and then, yeah, my website, those are probably the three best places. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for being here and sharing all of this awesome information. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Autism in Action podcast. For show notes, more information, and downloads, head on over to TashaRollins.com and join the Autism in Action Facebook group to stay connected. Please leave a review on iTunes and help spread awareness on social by sharing this episode.